listening to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee. I'm a business coach for entrepreneurs and a meditation and mindfulness instructor. I teach you how to give less fucks and own your authentic confidence so you can launch and scale your purposeful online business and change the world. On this podcast, you'll hear from me and amazing guests on mindset, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. Girl, let's do the damn thing. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Canon Confidence Podcast. I'm Leah, your host. I'm a digital CEO. I'm a meditation and mindfulness teacher. I love helping you grow who you are, grow your confidence, grow your self-awareness, love your life more, love yourself more. It's just my biggest passion and purpose in life. So if you're new here, hello and welcome. And if you're an OG listener, thank you so much for coming back. Okay, so this morning I was sitting down to do my morning routine and I journal first thing typically in the mornings. And I sit down and I start journaling and I'm just finding myself writing about the topic that we're gonna talk about today. And I was writing about setting boundaries the energetic way and realizing how I've been doing this in my life lately and how I can apply that to other areas of my life. And we're obviously going to get into all of that in this episode. And this is going to give you like some serious, tangible things you can do to change your fucking life. Like learning how to set boundaries with your energy is powerful. But it's interesting because... I was being interviewed on a podcast yesterday about podcasting and they were asking like, do you spend a whole day a week on the podcast? How much time do you spend? And I was like, uh, no, actually I kind of just record whatever I feel like talking about each week. Sometimes I plan what I'm going to talk about, but if usually it's my passion of the day, like it's what I feel inspired to talk about. I think that's the best way to create content. And yesterday when I was like wrapping up my day, I was like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to record a podcast episode. No clue what it's going to be about. And this morning it just came to me. And so, you know, I'm drinking my coffee, I'm journaling. And immediately I've just, I just start writing notes to record this episode because I got really inspired and feeling like that passion. I was like, I need to like write this down immediately and start doing this. And I like skip the whole rest of my morning routine, which I almost never do. Normally I do, Um, I'll like pull an oracle card, I'll do, which I actually just started doing that this week, Um, but I'll like do a meditation sometimes, I'll do EFT tapping, I do that almost every day. Normally like I'll go for a walk with my dog and then I'll come back and I'll shower and get ready and then at like 9 or 10 a.m. I start my work day, right? That's typically how I I do, you know? Somewhere in there I make breakfast. Um, The old me would have said, holy fuck, you can't start your work day at 9 or 10 a.m. and be successful. But setting my day up where my energy is on point and I feel really fucking good, that's how I have to set up my day. That's the most important thing. My vibe is my confidence, is what draws people to me to work with me, right? It's what helps me create epic content. So anyways, that's my normal day. This morning I was so inspired to come on here and talk to you and record this episode that I just ditched the rest. I'm literally in pajamas right now with my hair like like gross and I normally like I'm a big believer that like getting dressed and p- putting myself together and feeling clean and comfortable and cute is the way to get work done but what I also wanted to touch on is like why I didn't do that this morning is I follow the intuitive intuitive hits when my intuition is like okay boom let's do this thing I'm like fuck yeah drop everything else let's go 
And that's also one of the cool things about like the ability to run my business this way and, and have the freedom, the creative freedom, because, you know, then I'll get to work later today as I have a few calls this afternoon and I can also do things throughout the day. Like if I want, want to go get my nails done during the day, I do that. If I, yesterday I got a haircut in the middle of the day, like I, it's just all flows together. Um, really beautifully and I just I really want to tell you guys like follow the intuition when the intuition comes when the passions there get to work and then when times are there when you don't feel that way and you don't feel like working and you don't have the intuitive hits do something else do something that does inspire you go for walks like dance around go get a massage like do whatever you want and then work when you feel the intuition that's like my best advice I could say that about a lot of things though. I <laughs> I always say this on here, but like I always say, this is what changed my life. This was the best thing, but I said about everything. So you guys might be a little confused, but that's okay. That's okay. It's my passion coming through. Okay. So let's talk about setting boundaries the energetic way. What does it mean to set an energetic boundary? I've been talking about this a lot with like friends in my life and just seeing how this is playing out and it's been incredible. So you guys obviously listen to podcasts. Have you ever heard someone like me, you know, uh, kind of spiritual, um, personal development guru type of mindset person, have you heard them say the words, just decide, just decide, decide and everything in your life will change. Before you truly understand what that means, that can be really confusing advice because we feel like we make a lot of decisions, right? We feel like we decide how we're going to be, what we're going to do. We make decisions all day long. When people say, just decide, that is a very different type of decision. That is setting an energetic boundary. To me, like I call, I typically refer to it as an energetic boundary. Other people might refer to it as deciding. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> okay. So, I want you to think of a, t a situation in your life, something that you literally will not settle for. Um, and that's, that's what it feels like. So when you have something with relationships and you're like, yeah, I absolutely won't settle for this type of a man, or I won't settle for being treated like that anymore, or I won't settle for not having my nails done, I'm always gonna have them done. Or I'm, I'm always going to make sure I leave work by 6 p.m. That's a boundary for me, right? We have boundaries in our lives. Think of a firm boundary that you have and how that feels. It feels like you, there's, it feels like there's an actual wall there. It feels like it can't be penetrated. You're just only available for that thing. That is a decision. That is an energetic boundary. And that is something you can create. You can create those boundaries around everything in your life until everything in your life starts going your way. Um, I have a lot of examples of this, but when I was a life coach, I had a client who had a close friend that they really didn't feel like they could stop hanging out with, right? It was like someone that was like their boyfriend's, their boyfriend's like best friend's girlfriend, something like that, right? Somebody that was like in their life majorly all the time. And this person just came across very toxic. This person was dragging down my client's energy and there was a lot of like draining going on. And my client was really, really getting firm on spending time with people that 
filled her up, right? Spending time with people that would lift her up and give her better energy. And so I was teaching her how to set an energetic boundary, right? And she made a decision, a decision to take a break from seeing that individual. And she decided. And when she decided, it meant that she had a firm boundary there and she just wasn't going to settle, wasn't going to hang out with this person, was going to just uh, do other things for a while. And what's so interesting was when she, and she really meant it, and when she really meant it, she put up a firm energetic wall and that person kind of just fell out of her life. And she stopped seeing that person and it just happened automatically. She didn't have to say, oh, hey, no, I can't hang out with you right now. I'm doing this. She didn't have to do any of that. Things that she was worried about doing. She didn't have to do any of it. It just automatically happened. And then the crazy part happened where that girl, that friend started basically getting woke, started like changing her energy and realizing that some of the things she was doing were toxic and changing herself on her own. And yeah, it was just such a good example of when you set a firm boundary, people either fall away or they fall in line. I've had this happen with my husband several times and I'm not going to divulge like our exact, you know, things that have happened in our relationship or our marriage. Um, but this was a couple years ago, I remember a specific thing where I just was like, you know what? I'm not okay with this thing anymore that my now husband, I think then boyfriend or fiance was doing. And I just decided, I decided so, I didn't know any of this back then. I didn't know any of this, but I made a firm decision that I just wasn't available for that anymore. And I definitely wouldn't have used it, said it in those words, but what it felt like was absolutely the fuck not. I know I will walk away if this happens again. I know I will. And because I knew how serious I was and how I didn't give a fuck, right? Because I had that type of energy of like, I don't give a fuck. This is going to go my motherfucking way or we're going to not be together, right? Because I was so strong in that, I didn't have to explain that. I, I said it once in a very firm way. I didn't have to fight. I didn't have to sit there and cry or make it a big deal, right? Because I just stated how I felt and my energy put up the wall. And instantly he changed. He, he shifted instantly because he knew based off of my energy, that he just knew what was up. He just knew what was up. And there's been, there could be other times when something might happen where I want something to shift, but I don't want it that badly, right? I don't, I'm not that concerned where I'm going to create that type of an energetic field of like a boundary. And in those situations, things don't really happen quite like that, right? But what, but what you'll notice if you start really paying attention to this is that when you're very certain and you really feel firm about something, other people will pick up on that and they'll just know. Contrast that with the opposite. You know, I had boyfriends before, like really, I mean, I was 19 when I met my husband. So we've been together almost nine years, um, married almost three years. And we celebrate our third wedding anniversary in December. We were going to go to Costa Rica, but for some reason, they're not letting U.S. citizens in right now. There's like some virus or something, apparently. I don't know. Something crazy is going on. So anyways, 
before I met him, I had a lot of boyfriends who were douchebags. And I um, apologize if any of them are listening to this podcast. Basically, they were all douchebags. And, you know, I was I was being cheated on. I was not being treated well. I had guys who, like, you, you know how, like, the guys will be, like, not officially wanting to date you, right? Like, oh, I don't want to make it official, all that bullshit. Um, it's funny. It's funny looking back at the way that I was. I was not certain in my energy. I did not set boundaries. You could tell. I'm sure that they could tell they could get away with that, right? Otherwise, it wouldn't have come to pass. But it's interesting because if I was single now, I just know that it would be completely different. I would have a boundary of, oh, you don't want to motherfucking date me? Okay. And it would just be in such a different energy of a confidence. And that's... That's going to make people, first of all, want to date you. It's also just going to make them fall away if they're not the, the right person. But before I had that confidence, I, was, I had loose boundaries or no boundaries. And people walk all over you and people treat you however they want to treat you. And really, it's up to you to shift. It's up to you to gain certainty around what you want. And allow the rest of the world to fall into place with you. So... I want you to practice, I want you to make a list in your journal with a pen of what you're available for, the only things you're available for. I always say that, use that term available for because it's just something I've heard in the industry. I've heard it in podcasts, I've read it in books. It's, it's a word that a lot of personal development people use, right? But my husband always makes fun of me when I say I'm not available for that. He's like, why, why are you talking like that? But I, I like it because to me, it's like a very firm boundary. It's a decision. It's a term. When I use that word, I'm not available for that. I can feel it inside of my chest. So I want you to make a positive list, though, of the things you are, are only available for. Because with the law of attraction, we know that when we use, po- when we say things in the positive way, we're focusing on the positive. When we say things in like a, um, I forget the term, But when we're saying like, I don't want that, we're still focusing on the thing we don't want, right? And then we're going to bring more of that into our life. So I really want this to be focusing on the positive thing that you do want. So making a list of the things you're only available for. I'll give you an example. I did this this morning. And one thing that I wanted to put was an amount of money I want to make, right? And when I wrote it down, I didn't feel 100%. I felt like, okay... I could see that not happening. I could see where I would let that not happen, right? There's there's really not a clear, firm boundary with that amount of money. And then I wrote, me being able to travel anywhere I want, anytime I want, and travel how I want. And my body said, hell the fuck yes. Because that's something that I do have a boundary around. Like, I refuse to not travel, Sorry, coronavirus. Sorry. Uh, I just booked a flight last night to um, Charleston, South Carolina. My husband and I are going for like five days in a few weeks. I refuse to not be able to travel. I'm only available for travel. I'm only available to travel the way I want. Flying somewhere when I could technically drive. Renting a car when I get there, but not just any car. I want to get a luxury car, right? I'm only available for that type of traveling. That in my body feels like Yeah, 100%. Nothing could stop me from traveling this winter. Nothing. Not a pandemic. (laughs) Not money. Nothing. I know that I'll always make the money to show up for like luxury vacations, right? 
that's the difference though. Like there's some things on my list where I'm like, ah, I could maybe let that slip. But other things I'm like, nope, ain't happening, ain't happening. I want you to practice this. I want you, when you make this list, you'll be able to feel the difference too. I want you to practice writing things that you do already have a very firm boundary around. Because then you'll be able to feel the like, well, fucking right, of course. Uh, you know, one of mine was like, um, like getting a massage once a month, getting pedicures every two weeks, things that I do already, right? They're things that I already do. They're things that I already know I can do anytime. They feel differently than like a next level money goal or a next level goal of like booking out certain programs where I haven't done that yet. And it feels a little bit like, Ooh, maybe not. That's a really important thing to get clear on. What are the things that you absolutely get behind and how does it feel when you don't quite get behind it? Those things that you write down that you want, but that your body feels a little bit like, oh, I don't know what's gonna happen. Those are the things we need to work on because we all have energetic boundaries around certain things. There's a certain amount of money that you cannot possibly imagine making less than. You cannot imagine making, I don't know, let's say less than $30,000 a year, right? You just know you're always going to make that no matter what. Uh, maybe it's $20,000 a year. Whatever it is, you have a boundary. Find those boundaries, see what they feel like, and then find the boundaries we need to work through. And so the ones where it feels like I'm not quite ready for that, I can't quite commit to that in my body, this is exactly what I want to teach you guys, how to shift your energy around things, how to create new boundaries. Um, I'm going to be teaching this a lot in the Mindful Academy. The Mindful Academy I am obsessed with. This is my monthly membership program for those of you who don't know about it. Um, the Mindful Academy, I do weekly live meditations and every single week I give you journaling prompts. And then once a month, I do a full training uh, a live training where I teach on a topic. I've done ones like um, letting go of the ego voice, confidence, things like that. And I'm gonna be doing one this month on setting energetic boundaries, getting really deep. It's gonna be like workshop style, how exactly to do this. But this, the things that I teach in this academy, the, me the meditation, the journaling, these are gonna be the ways that you can practice deciding what your life's gonna be like, shifting it, creating awareness, Practicing meditation every single week and hopefully every single day helps you create awareness because you're learning to sit with your thoughts and be in control and like let your thoughts slip by and not go into storyland. That allows you to have space in your mind because you're letting go of all the overthinking. Once all the overthinking is slipping away, you have space to create awareness where you can hear you know, your thoughts because there's less of them. You can think, huh? I wonder why I'm thinking like that. Let me shift it, right? That's why it's so powerful to be in this program because it's accountability. It's accountability for you to do these things every single week. It's, it's not easy to set yourself up to commit to doing the meditation and commit to doing the journaling, but the girls who join the academy, because it's there every single week and they're paying for it, they're committed to it and they show up and they do the work and it creates massive changes. So if you're interested in that, it's going to be on sale just for the month of December. Head to the link in the show notes, sign up. Um, it's, it's amazing what's going on in this academy. And you also get access to everything I've put in there 
since I started this in like April. So there's tons of meditations on tons of different topics. They're all available to you. So you'll have like basically a whole library of them. I can't say enough about this, but yeah, you definitely want to check this out. So how can things like journaling help us shift our energy around our boundaries? Let's take the money boundary for it just as an example. Let's say your boundary is $30,000 and you're like, I can't imagine making less than that. But you also have an upper limit of let's say $45,000 and you're like, I really can't imagine making more than that. You know, I'm in this field. I got this specific degree and I'm in this field and this is how much people are getting paid. I can't imagine making more because I don't see a possible way, right? And just use that as an example. So how would we shift this in the journal? We would first write out all the fears and doubts that come up around why we don't think we get to have that. Every single thing that comes up regularly. So like all the, all the doubts that come up, all the, my family said this, I'm from this type of family. I never had the same opportunities. You know, we're getting rid of the victim mindset by journaling it all out and looking at it and saying, okay, are all of these reasons really, really, really true? Is there anybody on planet earth who has the same degree as me, who's in the same field, who's making more money? Well, yeah, there are some people that pivoted to this other thing, right? Or whatever. And looking at that and saying, okay, maybe these aren't hundred percent true. And once we debunk these and we decide they're not really true and we start to clear them out because once we've decided they're not true, they don't get to swirl around in our head as much. Now we've got to do this more than once. When we start to go into storyland about, oh, I don't get to do all these things. I can't have this. I can't have that. We have to get in the journal regularly and clear out those fears and doubts. Otherwise they swirl around in our head. Once we start to clear them out, we create new boundaries and new ways we want to be and new beliefs. And we can declare them in the journal and we can write affirmations that we write based off them. And this is how we start to shift our mindset. And once you start to shift your mindset and you say, hmm, okay, there is a possibility that I'm holding myself back, that I'm kind of playing small, that there are ways I could be making more money. Then you open up doors. Then your brain, so, so the reticular activating system in the brain, that's what filters information coming through. And it filters it based on our belief system. If we have a belief that it's not possible to make more money, we're gonna be, we're gonna be steering ourselves in the direction of being small. Once we flip that script and we decide, no, you know what, I get to make $60,000 a year, I don't care, I'm going to make that happen, I'm gonna find a way. You're, once you have that as a belief, your reticular activating system is gonna be like switched on to look for that. It's always looking to confirm the things we believe in. And that's why you'll notice people arguing about politics right now, right? We're in an election year in the United States right now. People feel very strongly one way or the other. Is either one right? I don't know. None of us fucking know which thing's actually right. A lot of the times we want kind of the same things, but we've created all this arguing so that they look so different. It's just different ways of going about accomplishing the same things a lot of times, right? But we get so argumentative about it. That's your reticular activating system at play. 
Once you've decided you like a certain candidate or you don't like a certain political party or you have this view or that view, you're being steered in the direction to confirm it. Your brain is literally finding things that confirm and validate your beliefs. And it's going to ignore things that would sway you the opposite way. We get to decide new beliefs and have our brain confirm them for us and start to validate them for us. So maybe you're starting to become open to the idea of energetic boundaries. And now that that's possible, maybe your reticular activating system will start to steer you in the direction of seeing that playing out. And you'll notice where you have friends who have really firm boundaries. Maybe they don't let their kids do a certain thing, but you're kind of loose with your kids around that one thing. You'll notice the, the mom doesn't have to yell at her kids or tell them her energy says it all. I literally do this with my dog, you guys. <laughs> if there's any dog moms listening, like I have this one thing. Well, like, so my dog likes to play fetch and he just constantly begs anyone around him to throw a ball. And like we have friends over, he just goes one by one all around everyone. Just please throw my ball. He's like begging. And sometimes it gets to be a bit much like he's jumping all over you or whatever. And I, I tell people just say to him, um, I just like wave my hand a little bit and I say, um, all done, all done. That's enough. And I don't yell it. I don't even say it in a very stern, angry voice. It's my energy. And other people will be like, well, I don't get it. He doesn't do it for me. It doesn't work for me. You know, it works for me because I feel it inside of me. I feel it. I feel myself saying, I'm not available for that. Goodbye. And he can pick up on, obviously dogs pick up on vibes. They pick up on fear. They pick up on anxiety. They pick up on all sorts of vibes, right? They pick up on the vibe of, okay, she's really not available. Let's move on to the next person and beg them to play fetch. I want you to practice this. I want you to experiment with your kids, your dog, your husband, whoever you live with, family. If you don't live with anyone, practice with friends and family. Practice with friends' dogs. Practice with friends' husbands. I don't know. Practice feeling inside of you that you're unavailable for something or that you're only available for something and watch people around you shift their energy to match what you're doing. I used to do this when I was babysitting. Like I wouldn't have called it this at the time, but I used to babysit a kid and it was, it was a lot of money because he was a difficult kid. And I had very firm boundaries with him from day one. All I had to do was give him a look when he was doing a certain thing and he would stop. And it wasn't that I was going to threaten him or yell at him or anything. I had the energy inside of me of no, I didn't have any wavering inside of me. People pick, people pick up on wavering. Okay, guys, people pick up on wavering. People pick up on insecurity. We don't always mean to take advantage of people like that. But subconsciously, we do take advantage of people when their energy is a little bit weaker and when they don't have as much certainty. So journaling is an amazing way to do this. Meditating is so important because that's what's going to really help you develop awareness. Awareness means you, every single thing that you do and say, you can pick up on, huh, I wonder why I'm doing it that way. Hmm, why do I have that insecurity? And you're able to change your life in an instant. When you have self-awareness, you're able to change your life in a fucking instant. You're also learning to shut down the ego. So the ego voice is coming in saying, 
you're never going to make that much money or that's not possible or don't set yourself up for being disappointed or my favorite one from the ego well why don't we just make what we're making now we can pay all of our bills we still get to do fun things why do we need to make more money we don't need that we're going to become selfish and greedy and money's the root of all evil we don't need that right that's just the ego still trying to keep us safe and comfortable and keep us in our comfort zone so when you lack self-awareness when you have the overthinking mind like i had before i started doing the journaling and the meditating I had so much overthinking going on, I couldn't, I couldn't discern between what was my ego and what was my true intuition. Like, I didn't even know what that was, but I couldn't have possibly unwound that from the crazy, like, swirling around thoughts in my brain all day long. But the self-awareness allows you to pick up on the ego voice and know that it's that because you don't have so much going on. And when you hear that voice coming through telling you you can't have the things that you want, for any reason, any excuse it gives you, you can pick up and be like, huh, that's interesting. I wonder why I'm having that thought. I wonder what my ego's trying to get from me here. Clearly, it doesn't want me to get disappointed. Okay, that's okay. Let's ignore that voice and let's go back to our true intuitive voice, which is saying, go bigger, right? But you can't do those things until you start to develop the self-awareness. So I highly, highly, highly recommend meditating because when you're sitting with yourself and you're getting really, really still, you're allowing the thoughts to come up and you're practicing letting them slip away. You're practicing observing your thoughts and letting them slip away. And that gives you so much space in your mind and so much more power. And I know people hesitate with meditation for a lot of reasons. A lot of people I talk to say they can't meditate. And here's the thing. It took me a long time to really feel like I was, quote, meditating. It took a month, a, a month or more of me sitting down every single day for just a few minutes, by the way, and sitting there in stillness and quietness and either with a guided meditation or on my own. Typically, I think I started off with guided meditations, though, and I would just be practicing trying to let the thoughts slip away. And there would be a lot of thoughts and there would be a lot of them. And I was just practicing and practicing and practicing. And then maybe a month or a month and a half in, I started actually meditating. And actually meditating means your brain actually goes into the theta state. And that brainwave state is almost like when you're about to fall asleep. You're, for me, like my head tilts to the side involuntarily. And you can just feel yourself entering this more relaxed state and letting thoughts slip away more easily. But that doesn't happen overnight, much like joining a gym and starting a workout routine. It's not going to, changes aren't going to come overnight. You're probably not going to start an online business and make your goal of $3,000 the first month you start, right? Things take time. So if, so if you're feeling like you can't meditate, that's okay. Practicing meditation is how you learn to meditate. And, and if it's taking you longer than it took for somebody else, who cares? You're gonna get there. The only way that you can't get there is if you give up and stop and quit. It's so life-changing to learn to be in stillness. I can't say enough about how important this is, you guys. I can't say enough about it. So I want you guys to practice this. I want you guys to practice believing your own boundaries, believing them. Maybe you have 
maybe you have a toxic coworker or a toxic boss. Boss might be a little bit hard. Maybe there's something your boss is doing that you just don't want to be available for anymore or a coworker or anything, anybody. Um, I don't know if it works on cats. Cats don't really like care to get acceptance from people. I feel like they don't, they don't have a yearning for like acceptance and being liked. So I don't know that they would shift to match someone's energy the way people and dogs do because people and dogs by, by nature of, of who they are, are extremely motivated to be liked. And that's why we shift our energy based on other people's boundaries. Um, so try this on somebody where you have some toxicity perhaps and decide very firmly, you are not available for that type of a conversation anymore. Maybe like, maybe you're like me and you're more than ever, you're unsettled and frustrated and angry about racism, right? Or some other thing that you care a lot about. Hopefully you care about that, but <laughs> maybe you're just not the fuck available to hear certain conversations about that anymore. Maybe you're not available to hear people talk negatively um, about uh, people of other races or anything. Think of something that you really care about and, and make it inside of you where you're just not the fuck available anymore and decide that like when you're around people, just feel your body saying, nope. No, nope, absolutely not. No, not gonna happen. Not gonna happen on my watch. No, no, thank you. And watch people respond to you differently. Watch people treat you differently. I promise this will change your life. I promise. If something from this episode, you were like, you try this and something crazy happens, let me know. I wanna hear your stories. I love, you know, just seeing these changes in people and seeing this change people's lives. Hit me up on Instagram at candid.confidence if you want to let me know what happens for you. And also, if you love this episode, go ahead and take a screenshot, share on your Instagram stories. So many of you guys have been doing this lately and I appreciate it so much. We can spread the word, we can spread the wealth, spread the knowledge. Such a powerful way to seriously change the world because listening to these type of podcasts and learning this information changed my entire life. I know it changes your lives too. So I appreciate you guys helping me spread the word. Um, and yeah, if you want to go deeper on this, if you want consistency, if you want accountability to do the journaling and to do the meditating on a weekly basis, join us in the mindful Academy. It's a great price. It's on sale just for September. Head to the link in the show notes. And before you leave this episode, hit subscribe. If you haven't already drop me a five star rating, maybe write me a review if you're feeling generous. I love you guys so much. I appreciate you. You mean the world to me and I will see you guys next week.